0: Hey everybody welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap here at Inside Nebraska with me Steve Mark. I'm Zach Carpenter. We're here after another one score loss for Nebraska this time in Madison, Wisconsin to the Badgers 24-17 in overtime. Steve Bugaboos continue. They, uh, they keep going. I mean that, this is three straight losses now for Nebraska this season. Ten straight losses to Wisconsin. Seven straight overtime losses and now this third straight loss is the third straight one-score loss for this team. And they haven't won a football
1: game here in this city
0: since 1966. Oh, and six in the, since joining
1: the Big Tens. That's an ugly stat right there. But another ugly thing that a lot of people, I think, are going to be talking about is that final drive in regulation led by Chubba Purdy, who did an excellent two job. Two games in a row we're Yeah, that. two games in a row, Chubba Purdy leading, leading uh, what looked like a promising drive at the end of the game. He started way down there at the 20-yard line brought it way down here into the red zone. Um, things were looking good for the Huskers, a lot of timeouts in your back pocket, um, you know, but uh, I think a lot of people are gonna be talking about the time management um, that, that went down with, with Rule and everything and how they let the clock bleed all the way down to 20 seconds, and then all of a sudden you don't have a lot of time to take some shots in the end zone. Um, it's kind of the, op. they they're, look like they were playing it yeah. very, very safe. Which is the exact opposite of what they did last week against Maryland, where a lot of people were saying, "Hey, let's just run it. Let's let's get the let's get the field goal, uh, put our defense back out there," um, and they end up throwing it. Joe Chow- Burry throws the interception. You all remember. Yeah. Um, they did the, they do the opposite here and play it very very conservatively. Don't call their timeouts. So they leave some in their back pocket um, and uh, kick the uh, Tristan Obano kicks the game. Uh, the, the, the field tying. goal, game yeah. tying field goal. Um, but then, um, you know, you know how overtime went. Uh,
0: Tanner Mordecai, <laughs> Wisconsin, they won the football game. So yep. I mean, there's, there was the number one storyline has now shifted down to the number two storyline emerging from this game. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, with, with Chubba Purdy's performance bringing stability to, that, to the quarterback room for once, I mean, um, are I think inarguably the best performance all around for a Nebraska quarterback this season. And that was ruined tonight by um, just some confusing, frustrating, costly time management. And if it was the same thing, if it was the same thing, if they had lost that game because of being aggressive, because of being too aggressive, you still might be pissed off and frustrated because, and you might be saying, why were we aggressive there for a second straight week when we didn't need to be? Mm-hmm. And we could have been conservative and won the game. But I think the flip-flopping back and forth, because that's what I come back to. End of the, end of the game against Maryland, you come down and it, it seemed to be such a clear run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. If yep. you score a touchdown, boom, you're up 17 to 10. Mm-hmm. After running the ball, which is your offensive identity, what you've championed all offseason, what you guys talk about yep. um, so often, and if you don't, you kick a field goal, go up 13-10 and let a defense that only allowed 10 points and three takeaways up to that point take over. Try to win, uh, keep you at uh, thirteen 13-10 win, win the game. And then mm-hmm. they talk afterwards and all week, Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield do about, you play to win the game. We want to be aggressive and we want to teach, we want to teach this team to, be a champion, which mm-hmm. I, I totally understand what their their end game is, their long-term goal is. We're trying to make these plays that winning teams do because against Maryland on that, that Purdy interception, third and goal from that seven, good teams yep. usually throw the ball in that situation. So they're trying to get get there. But then tonight, you see at the end of the first half against, uh, against Wisconsin, there's eight seconds left yep. and the ball is at the 42-yard field goal, so around the 24, 25. Mm-hmm eight seconds left with at least one timeout they might have had two timeouts left if my memory recalls but at least one and instead of running the ball with emma johnson or anthony grant maybe getting three four five six however many yards your freshman
1: kicker out a little bit get get a little
0: bit closer just a little bit just a little bit closer and and i think the situation would have called for that you're up 14 to 10 maybe Mm you go into halftime with a 17 10 lead instead they throw. They they call a really. I I don't understand what the play call was. Malachi Coleman. Malachi Coleman winds up uh, being double covered in the back of the end zone. Yep. He runs out of the back of the end zone because the the pass was so deep. Yeah. And Nebraska's lucky to have one second on the clock mm-hmm. left at the end of the half yeah. for Alvano's 42 yarder and he pushed it what right, wide, wide right. right. Yep. And so that's, if you get four or five yards closer, maybe you're sitting there with a 17-10 lead. And then yeah. everything you just talked about there at the end of the end of the game is just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's gotta be frustrating for, for everyone involved. It seems like Rule and Satterfield are, are
1: still kind of learning, you know, you know, they're back in college, uh, they're learning, they're, they're learning about NIL and the transfer portal and all this, but also like maybe a little rust on the game management issues. I don't know. I mean, you know, they come from the NFL, so there's, it's the same thing over there. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be a massive talking point again. They were they were uh, too aggressive last week. They were not aggressive this week. What do you want to be? I think that's going to be um, the the top topic here. And uh, rule was obviously asked. That was the first question post his way about how he ended the, regu- the uh, regular the drive of that regular regulation regulation yeah, yeah. and he said you know he, he, at first he wanted to get into the field goal range at first so you know he was very very focused on getting into field goal range um, above anything else and um, I don't know I, I didn't really see you can go on inside Nebraska U- YouTube page and watch rule answer it um, it just didn't really seem
0: like it was that good of an answer to me it didn't I, feel like the, it doesn't feel like the messaging is is a straight Straight arrowed or whatever it, it yeah. doesn't feel like it's 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 been the messaging from uh from rule and the staff over the past couple of weeks is really matching up and is as consistent as we had seen for yeah. so long all off season all the way up right until like the last couple of games it's like i don't it, it just winds up confusing you because Like you said you go back and forth between what you said What you just said was a really good way to put it like you're trying to figure out what you want to be i think yeah and you know matt ruled
1: in the post game press conference and when he was talking about that last drive he did he did mention you know looking back maybe i should have called a a timeout well before the 22nd mark so you had more options to throw it into the end zone and be a little bit more aggressive like they talked about Um, but they didn't and um we all watched how it ended and uh, again, th- this was kind of a really brutal loss for Nebraska because all the, all the players, even Rule, um, all the players that came up and talked after the game, some of them had tear in, tears in their eyes. And Matt Rule said that it was a very, very brutal look in the, in the locker room, a lot of players heads down. It was just a very kind of solemn solemn feeling. So I think the players really felt this one. I think they really needed this one. They wanted this one. And now they have to, you know, regroup and play, uh, you know, on Black Friday against your rival, your arch rival, the Iowa Hawkeyes, um, you know, for a bowl game. If you beat them, you go to a bowl. So I think it's going to actually uplift this team. I think they're going to come out pissed off against Iowa. And I think they're going to be be hitting hard and everything. And. Uh, maybe some good can come out of this, even though right now it doesn't really seem like it. Nobody wants to talk about anything positive right now. I think this,
0: in a way, can be a positive for uh, Black Friday against
1: Iowa. We'll see.
0: Well, they're going to be playing pissed off against Iowa, it would probably be a good thing to have Trey Palmer pissed off uh, <laughs> like he was last year yeah. uh, on the morning of the Iowa game. But, I mean, yeah, going forward, maybe this could be a galvanizing moment. Yeah, That's we'll what see. You're, yep. you're saying. I, I don't... I kind of get the sense you believe that and don't believe it, but you are presenting another
1: side I of it. Seem, I seem like I'm believing it right now, but I don't want to like be on camera and be like, oh, they're going to come out right. and like win that game. But I do kind of just listening to Marquise Buford talk. I'm like, I don't know. He's one of the leaders on the team. He's got fresh legs. He hasn't played a lot this year, and now he's finally out here. I don't know. I bet the leaders of this program come together. They talk about what happened, and they come out, and I think they, they play a just a hard-fought game uh, next week against Iowa, and I think I don't know. I'm, I'm getting good vibes from it. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could already, I could already see the YouTube comments popping up of oh, yeah. us being not not angry enough or, or, bashing coaching staffs and players enough. But um, I mean, it, it it is what it is, man. Like we saw it last week, we saw it again this week, and I mean, the frustrations of a three-game losing streak. The worst streak of, uh, the worst stretch of games now for rule. Yeah. They start off 0-2, then they battled back to win 5 of, what, 5 of 6, and now they're sitting here at 5 and 6 <laughs> after mm-hmm. winning 5 of 6, going into an Iowa game that um, we'll see, man. I mean, we'll see if they're able to to rally and use this as a as a turning point but i, I don't know i don't know if you'll be feeling too good right now after what just happened where you go up 14 nothing and then it just seems like everything changed oh yeah. i mean the fourth down they were rolling they had 2 uh, back-to-back plays of six plays 75 yards over three and a half minutes touchdown touchdown mm-hmm. and then you have 12 plays you get down to the um around the 30-yard line or so nebraska did 14 nothing lead. go for it on fourth and one and don't get it, and then boom, everything changes. And mm-hmm. then it's 14 to seven. Before you know it, it's 14 to 10. And before you know it, the time mismanagement at the end of the first half. But in all, that ruined, I think the those questions and talking points sort of um, overshadow what the number one storyline was going into that. If Nebraska comes out with a win, other than the bowl game and all oh, yeah. of that, Chubba Purdy was pretty, was pretty damn good tonight. I, I mean, first, 4th career start one set, mm-hmm. Florida State 2 last year at Nebraska and finished uh, 15 of, 15 on 23, 169 yards in a touchdown. And I think he had uh, 16 carries for 105 yards in a touchdown. Those are, those are close. Those are close to the exact numbers. But I mean, he counted for 75% of the offense tonight. Nebraska yeah. did not have a turnover until Purdy's interception on the final play over overtime, which was just a uh, yep. heave to try to get his guy to make a play. I mean, a week after five turnovers from the quarterbacks, yeah. and he brings instant stability in that game. I was totally, I was totally wrong about what Purdy could do and what he would bring. I thought he was going to be not that good. Yeah. We'll put it lightly, but he showed up and showed out tonight. And he pressure. showed up
1: and showed out. Not 100%. He is not playing full, full, uh, with full health. But boy, he really looks like it when he's getting on some of those runs. He is not, I I did not expect him to be to look that fast, but boy, Purdy can really fly when he gets going. He was running away from dudes today. Um, And then I think he had some strong throws too. Um, Obviously, I think Wisconsin made some uh adjustments defensively and you know as the leaf blowers are accompanying us right now <laughs> thanks uh, uh, uh we're, at Cam- we're at camp randall and not memorial stadium <laughs> but
0: they want to make us feel at home yeah. they want to make us feel like we we're memorial stadium after a yeah. press conference
1: yeah absolutely but i think if you're a husker fan i think you like what you saw from trouble Purdy, obviously and you know just another week of practice um and you know the coaching staff like we said before They just need to figure out what they want to be at the end of games and at the end of drives, especially in those situations, because last week it was one thing. This week it was another thing. Just maybe some consistency and maybe, you know, I don't know, like I said, rule rule was maybe second guessing himself in the postgame press conference with maybe I should have called the timeout well before the 22nd mark, which they um, which is when they called it. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of talking points again this week.
0: Yeah, I think. It's gonna be the most interesting press conference, maybe, Monday presser that we've had of the year. Might At least talk in the top two or three, yeah. It's gonna be, be a loaded one, so I encourage you guys to like this video and uh, subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel so you can get that press conference video <laughs> dropped directly <laughs> into your feed he gave on us Monday. <laughs> and we're getting leaf blowers and honks, and that's just a the perfect, the perfect uh, Thanks, sign. Thanks, sign for us to get out of here. But uh, last thing on Purdy, I mean, unquestioned starter, I think going forward, if he's sure. healthy. I mean, no doubt about it. Um, and again, he was he was really good. Yep. And I need to talk about that because I, was, I couldn't have been more wrong about the fact that he he, he poured in a great game today, again, mm-hmm. probably the best all-around game for a Nebraska quarterback tonight. But again, we'll have coverage, more, uh, more coverage on Purdy, more coverage from tonight, uh, and into Sunday and Monday as we look forward to a Black Friday game against Iowa. I was the Big Ten West champs, nine mm-hmm. and two. Unbelievably, nine and two. Kirk French made a deal with the devil. It's still uh, going on, but nine... Brian
1: Ferentz got a ice bath at the end of that one. That's, that's kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, wish you would get an ice bath out here so you can know what yeah. it's like to, to be out in this cold, but. Maybe it was like 20 degrees and wherever they were playing. If yeah, they were playing maybe. in I think Iowa, it was Iowa City. Or, Iowa City. Yep. Whatever. We're getting delirious. Yeah, We're going to get out of this here. Yeah, we're, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not
1: ready for it. I know you're a cold <laughs> I'm guy. I'm kind cold, of though. Weather, I, don't know. I don't have my gloves on.
0: Right? Whatever. Steve, you can stay down here and write your game <laughs> right. story in the 20-degree weather. I'll go up to the press box right now. But, uh, again, for Steve Mark, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.